This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hey, ladies and gents, uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this show. Uh, gosh, I know you can be listening to so many other things. You can be watching so many other things. You can be doing Netflix stuff. You can be doing audiobooks. Gosh, I mean, in the Netflix, those shows are, are killer nowadays. Uh, I just appreciate you taking the time out of your day to really show up. And, and I want to tell you, first off, that. You are listening to this for a reason. You're the authority of your own life. And if there's anything that's crazy going on right now, I want you to take a huge deep breath with me and just go, everything always works out, right? It's weird how that works out, huh? You know? So um, I am super excited to bring on Will Preble on today. He's He's got quite the background, to be honest. Um, very cool looking guy. I love what he's doing. He has a passion for human optimization and biohacking and empowering people to discover what's possible for themselves in, in business and life, you know? He's got a background in tech and finance. Will co-founded Bag Mentality, a media and events platform that empowers young entrepreneurs to find community and create their own path. Will is the host of the podcast Bag mentality where he interviews top entrepreneurs influencers thought leaders providing mindsets tools and reference points that empower their definition of success so as with all that that's crazy i'm gonna copy and paste that so you can check it out in show notes if you missed it awesome no big deal you can check it out in show notes but please give me a huge warm welcome to the one and only will preble Thank you so much for having me, Logan. Appreciate appreciate you having me on the show. Excited to chat. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I want to jump right into it. Uh, you know, give us a, a sort of short story from your life, the most valuable short story that has an underlying message behind it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, for me, um, I a little bit of, about myself. So I just graduated from school um, in May of 2018. Um, I'm 23. 
and I, I worked in worked in tech for a little bit, and now I run a company and I'm an entrepreneur. Um, but I'm I'm really passionate about you know, helping people discover what's possible for themselves. Um, I really I hate seeing wasted potential. I hate seeing people who are half alive who you know don't know like what they can do with their life, with themselves, and with the abilities and and talent that they have. Um, so. But to give a little backstory of how I became this person that I am today, um, I'll take you back to freshman year of my college experience. So I went to went to Bethel University here in, in Minneapolis or near Minneapolis, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I went to play basketball um, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, beyond that. I was just kind of taking taking a path. I, I started out as a computer science and math major um, just because, you know, I thought I was, I was good at it, but I didn't have any passion for it. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. So I was playing basketball. Uh, first game of the year, had a major knee injury um, and found out that essentially I had no cartilage between my bones in my knee um, on my left knee. And so obviously for someone whose identity, yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. I I couldn't walk upstairs for, uh, I would hop, hobble upstairs for about two months there um, before I I did what I'm about to to tell you um, to my knee. But while I was injured, um, seriously, yeah, it it was debilitating. And for someone whose identity is red, you know, having that skill, having being able to play basketball, being able to, you know, move um, as an athlete, that took it. It definitely, you know, knocked me down a few pegs. Um, it was definitely a low point for me. Um, so I took, I went in and I found out that I had to get this microfracture surgery, um, supposedly, which is like a thirty thousand dollars surgery where they drill into your knee. Uh, make the bone the bone bleed, and then supposedly that's supposed to help stimulate growth of new cartilage. Um, and there's not that high of a success rate uh, relatively uh, for it, but it's like a six month recovery time. And for me, that was like devastating. I you know I didn't want to go through that. I'd gone through a, a toe surgery in high school also i was playing basketball and you know i was i didn't want to to deal with it um so i was kind of down i was frustrated with life um and kind of indirectly uh we happened to know my family happened to know uh, a friend we had a family friend who was an er doctor um but also practiced this thing called ozone therapy on the side so what ozone therapy is for those of you who don't know is um, ozone is O3, so it's oxygen with another molecule added on. So it is what is in a hyperbaric chamber, if you've heard of that. Uh, Dave Asprey of Bulletproof talks about ozone a lot and attributes uh, a lot of his um, biohacking early on to using o- ozone and how he was able to optimize himself. Um, but anyway, so ozone, when injected into uh, a joint can it and you know into the body as well and other methods but um in specifically in my knee created an environment where uh the cells could could regenerate where the cartilage could could literally regrow um so over a period of six months i had a series of treatments um basically as like a last ditch like you know we'll try this and then if it doesn't work i guess i'll get the surgery and you know my career is probably over um at that point but um 
I did that and I went from, you know, being debilitated, not being able to walk upstairs to like six months later, I was back on the court. I was playing, I played another season, even though kind of realized that basketball wasn't my thing long-term, um, I was able to break that perceived limit that I had on myself, um, where like literally I had a physical debilitation and went outside of the traditional realm of knowledge of what the doctors were telling me, um, found a different path and was able to break that limit. Um, and that's not how I would describe it at the time, but that's really what happened. And I realized that, you know, a lot of the limitations that I was putting on, on myself, not just physically, but mentally, um, were, were not real. They were just, a, they were beliefs that I held about the world, about myself and about reality that were preventing me from growing and, and doing something more with my life. So I became obsessed with breaking my own limits, dealing with, you know, I, I had mental health issues with anxiety and depression that I, I was able to, you know, manage, uh, through like meditation and such, and, and really like learn how to change a lot of parts of myself, um, from a kind of a quiet, shy, introverted kid who didn't really have any self-confidence um, outside of basketball a little bit to someone who was able to two months ago jump off and quit my corporate job and, and start a, a media and events company um, that's trying to become the brand that represents entrepreneurship culturally for you know a generation, which is a huge goal. Um, but I would not have been able to do that if I didn't first come to the realization that I could change myself. And I think that's huge for people. Wow, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Transformation is definitely uh, the thing that's popping up into my head after listening to that story. It's just the ability to believe, man. The, the belief. Is Absolutely. The, it's the most profitable skill that you can, that you can have in, in life. And, um, I feel like you're a practitioner of that whole belief word. And uh, so I kind of want to pivot a little bit because um, you said you had uh, some mental health stuff. Um, you know, what's something right now that you're struggling with in your in your business? Um, and you realize that kind of like mental health and business kind of ties together. So maybe you could just be vulnerable with our audience for a second and talk about something that I. Uh, you struggle with in the past and maybe something that helps you get out of it. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, just to preface this, I think that, um, especially in the entrepreneurial community, mental health is a huge, huge issue. Um, you know, just to be like, just like physical health is something to be aware of that it doesn't just happen. Like you don't just go to the gym once and then like, Oh, you're good. You're in shape. Uh, can you can eat whatever you want? Like, no, you have to keep it up. Um, for mental health, you know, it's, it's the same and it's not just, um, you know, a fix it when it's broke. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm like terrible right now. So I'm going to fix it. Um, but other than that, I don't have to worry about my mental health. I think everyone should be cognizant of where they're at mentally and working to improve it just like they improve their bodies. Um, you know, through things like meditation, you know, many other things that I could go down a lot of rabbit holes here. But um, for myself, you know, I struggled and, and do still struggle because, you know, it's it's on you. You have those, these patterns in your mind that are pretty ingrained in there, uh, especially from, you know, your formative years. Um, you know, I, I certainly do. But it's true for most people. Um, 
And for me, you know, I had, I had a period of years where I struggled pretty deeply with depression. Um, always struggled with anxiety. Um, and that was just how I experienced the world. I didn't really know anything different, um, until it really, you know, in late in high school, it really like bottomed out. And I realized that it was a problem. Um, but before that, I never, never realized it was a problem. It was just, you know, I thought that's how life was. And, and I, I wasn't really happy most of the time, but, um, so fast forward to now, um, you know, I've realized ways and figured out ways to take better care of myself. Um, whether it's, you know, scheduling time to, you know, go and be with friends, um, or meditating or, you know, doing something every day that makes you happy, um, just for the sake of it, not for being productive or accomplishing anything, even if it's like 15 minutes, um, stuff like that is, is huge. And, um, the biggest thing for me, the when because I do, I definitely do fall into ruts. I definitely do have, you know, especially as a new entrepreneur, um, those, you know, existential crises where you doubt yourself and everything that you're doing and, and uh, you suddenly are like, you know, do, am I qualified to be here? The imposter syndrome, all that stuff. Like the, those emotions, those thoughts hit me like every day. And, you know, th- the reality is that it's okay that they're there. It's okay that you feel that way and that I feel that way um, in moments. But when you do fall into a spiral and you do fall down for a day or a few days or even just like an hour, um, self-acceptance is is huge. And just, you know, stopping and saying it's okay that um, that I'm having these thoughts that my mind and my body, my nervous system are telling me this right now, even though I don't like it. Um, I know it's not true. It's not reality. Um, and I'm going to choose to choose to believe something empowering about myself. And even if I don't feel that way, I can accept and forgive myself for, you know, continuing to deal with mental health. Um, because I don't think that it's like a one and done. I don't think that, you know, once you deal with your anxiety, your depression, your bipolar, whatever it is, um, once that, you know, you're just going to be cured for life. It's definitely going to pop up. Um, especially in moments of stress and when you're trying to do big things um, and have a lot of pressure on yourself. So what I would say, just to reiterate it, um, stop, forgive yourself, switch your mindset from scarcity to abundance and know that, you know, there is possibility for you to do and become anything that you want to in the long run. And then turn pro at whatever it is you're doing. So like if you are an entrepreneur, identify as an entrepreneur and show up um, regardless. So it's not like, you know, I shouldn't be here. I'm an imposter. No, if you decide to be something, be a professional and then there's no mental like questioning of of whether or not you deserve or, or should be in that room doing what you're doing. So, wow, man, that's uh, that's incredible. Perfect. It's exactly kind of what I wrote my first book about is, you know, the two consciousness and and, you know, someone can come up to you and say, hey, Will, I think your company um, actually destroyed my life. Like, I think you're a terrible entrepreneur. You should just quit this whole game of trying to optimize anyone's health. Or someone can come up to you and say, I will. I think the work that you did was absolutely incredible. Uh, like, uh, my whole life has changed. And both of those people hold subjective truth. But the one thought that I think 
uh, if both of those were just thoughts about being an entrepreneur, the thought of someone actually being saved from your work, you know, go down that route, you know? Um, so anyways, I want to kind of pivot a little bit, um, and talk a little bit about more of, uh, your company and what you do. So, um, just tell us like, what's one piece of information that we should know about your industry or your expertise? Yeah. So, uh, my industry, well, so what I'm trying to do and what I'm, what I'm building right now, uh, through bag mentality. Um, and by the way, there's, you know, I have a number of other companies and other things that I you know, plan to start in the future. So this by no means is like the only thing that I do or am involved in, but this is my current, you know, big project and, and company at the moment. So bag mentality is, um, a media and events company. Um, but specifically what we're trying to do is create a brand that represents people who want to take a divergent path. So, you know, using the lens of entrepreneurship to start a cultural discussion around success and what that means. Um, because I think a lot of people are trapped in limiting definitions of success or taking paths that were given to them by someone else. Um, and it's really hard to take a divergent path without community. So we want to be a media platform in this, in the, in the style of new media companies, um, with, you know, podcasts and social content and, uh, community content, um, you know, on, across social, across our website and blog, where we'll cover lifestyle, we'll cover, you know, different topics. Um, but on the back end of that, we want the, the community piece of it to be authentic and, and to help, uh, help people build real communities digitally and in, in person, uh, for entrepreneurs and for creators and people who are, you know, trying to create themselves, trying to create businesses, um, because that makes it less isolating uh, and it can give people the reference points for what's possible both through like our bigger interviews and, and content and events where we bring up big names to down to smaller like, you know, one person on LinkedIn met another person on LinkedIn through our content and they started a business together, you know, stuff like that. Um, so we're, we're setting up a pipeline of entrepreneurial events and lifestyle events. We do some concerts, you know, we do a lot of different things um, because I don't think business and life are really that separated um, or at least they shouldn't be, especially um, for entrepreneurship. I think entrepreneurship can be very culturally relevant. It should be. Um, it's very empowering. And regardless of if you're a full-time entrepreneur, so we want to tie it into music, hip hop, culture, um, all of that sports and kind of make it relevant and accessible for anyone. So if someone sees like, you know, a professional athlete and a hip hop artist and an entrepreneur on the same level, you know, not everyone can be a hip hop artist. Not everyone can be a professional athlete, but anyone can be an entrepreneur if they choose to be not that it's easy. It's, it's definitely not easy. Um, but we want to make it like a valid path for a younger generation and help them understand what's possible for themselves through all of our content and our events, and then help them actually find the real community that's going to make it easier for them to do it and have better mental health um, and more opportunities as they're doing it through community. Love it, man. Very cool. Very cool. Um, hey, we're, uh, we're rounding out on time, man. I love what you've said so far. I think it's incredible. 
Um, I just have a few more questions and we'll come in for a landing. So um, the first question I got is for you is uh, what's one of your favorite books and why? One of my favorite books. So one of my favorite books is Crime and Punishment um, by Dostoevsky because it delves into morality and the ego and the self um, in a way that I've never, never experienced anywhere else, um, especially for people who are ambitious and driven and like kind of how you think about yourself and interact with the world and society. It, there's, I could go into a lot about it, um, but it's really good. You guys should check it out. Totally, totally, totally love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, man. Um, so second, second, to last question, if anybody wants to join you and what you're doing, and I, I know I'm going to, um, definitely join you with this. Uh, where's one place, just one place people can connect with you. Go find me on LinkedIn. Go find me on LinkedIn. Will Preble, um, shoot me a message, um, LinkedIn or Instagram, probably the best way to reach me. Otherwise you can go to bagmentality.com, um, check out the events we have coming up. Um, but LinkedIn, we're also doing a community platform on LinkedIn where we send out a prompt and get video responses, um, from creators, you know, around the world. Uh, so if you're interested in putting your voice there, we're going to be featuring responses on our podcast and starting some really relevant and cool discussions. So, um, check out the bag mentality community page on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, shoot me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram. Yeah. We don't want to send them too many places. So just. I'll, I'll uh, put that link in the comments and or in the show notes so they can find you right away. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, um, last, <laughs> sorry for overwhelming you there. LinkedIn is great. No, you're totally good. Uh, last question. Cause you know, I'm really scared about this podcast being just like self-help, self-improvement, uh, entertainment, because that does exist where people actually, they hear self-improvement, they feel they're productive. They're not really doing anything with the information. So could you give our listeners some homework that they could do or maybe answer some sort of self-inquisitive question? Yeah. Yeah. So answer this question. What would it look like if I could accomplish my 10-year goals in six months? So I'm going I'm to leave it at that. Um, but I think that question specifically you know, helps you clarify like where you're going and how you can get there in the short term. Cause I think a lot of times people use, you know, the big goals and the dreams, um, you know, kind of as something to validate themselves, but then they don't actually go out. Like you said, um, they listen to all the self help and they, you know, they think they have it all going on, but they're not actually like moving towards their dreams, taking risks and really like forcing themselves to grow. Um, I think you have to put yourself in a position to grow and so by asking yourself the question, how can I accomplish my 10-year goals in six months, you force yourself to you know, really think about what it is that you want and you know, if you're really willing to, to do what it takes to get there and then start taking action towards that. So that would be my, that would be my homework for, for the audience there. Hope, that, hope that's helpful. You're just absolutely beautiful. Well, well, man, I want to acknowledge you, man, because this just being so on, honest and open about your life and what you do and just means the world to me. And I know for somebody, someone's going to listen to this and it's going to land with them and they're going to feel less alone. And just one person, if that helps, then this whole podcast is worth it. But dude, absolutely. Uh, I know this won't be the last time we're talking. 
but for now um i'll let everyone go and and i hope you had a good time man thanks for having me on man it's been a pleasure Wow, you made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end? Gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So, I appreciate all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. Main reason for how all this happened. Love for all my fans, love for all the shows. Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go. Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something. It's not a fitness test, but it'll always.